0: G'day guys and welcome back to the Couch Commentators Podcast, the fastest growing podcast in the nation and some would say the world. Uh, as always, I've got Brandon, Dan and uh, and not James with us, week guys, he's away for work, but that's okay. We're here to talk about all things sports, so sit back and enjoy. So boys, how have we been? Dan, how are you, mate?
1: Yeah, pretty good, mate. Just living the dream, you know. What? Kick them kick back, just working.
0: Same oh, answer so we get every week. And how bloody good's yeah. that? Brandon, mate, how are you doing?
2: Yeah, mate, not too bad. Um, I do realise that you when you introed you said Brandon and Dan. Um, yeah, <laughs> but that was wrong, obviously. Yeah, yeah, on the camera flip. So, but I'm um, doing well. Um, you know, other than leechy's lock losing was tough, but uh, other than that, you know, yeah.
0: Hey, look, that's fair, and I think it's a good time to get into the accountability segment, mate. Um, four losses this week, quite upsetting. Uh, my top tip, wave rider boy. Got too far back with a little bit too much to do. So quite upsetting going under it near uh, even money. But, um, you know, another 10 strides I'd have got there, but it was still an L on the day. How about you, Leiji? Talk us through yours.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, uh, I did watch both uh, our two horses. So it was sad to see. Wave Rider Boy, I think, got second. My horse was a favorite. Didn't even get a fucking place. It came like fourth. I <laughs> knew it was like 2,500, but still, it was uh, a shocking effort.
0: Yeah, look, it was was quite sad to watch. Um,
2: (laughs) Yeah, look, yeah, you can't win them all. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, hey, (laughs) buddy. How
0: about you, Dan, mate? Walk us through your dumb decision.
1: Well, not going to lie, I can't even remember it, but I'm pretty sure it fucking failed miserably.
0: Fantastic. That's good to hear. And, uh, hey, Jim's Jam. Uh, James, how was that, mate? Yep, fucking nice. Uh, I'll tell you, it didn't win. So, um... Yeah, couple of losses for us this week, as as per. But um, next week, guys, or this week coming, sorry, we'll be, you know, we'll get back on the horse and we're gonna get some dubs. All right, guys. So let's head straight into horse racing. So look, spring is in the air. You know, uh, last Saturday was the return of some of the good horses, uh, unfortunately, hard by a couple of injuries. But the Group Two Missile Stakes was run and won by I Am Me, uh, the Ma and Youth trained. Old Mayor, uh, went to the start nice and early, led the whole way before, uh, unfortunately, big parade trained by Joe Pride, went up to Eyeballer at the turn and then unfortunately broke a shoulder and was needed to be uh, euthanized on the track. Um, it was, I think that was going to be a, a fantastic match race. Because I'm not too sure. I know Golden Mile was traveling well in behind, but I thought those two were going to pull away there and have a bit of a, bit of a battle. But um, I don't know if you guys watched Did you guys happen to see that, that race in particular?
2: Uh, look, I, I didn't, but I did see it all over all over the uh, Facebook and that sort of stuff. It was uh, very sad to see. Um, you never want to see that happen to any horse or, or jockeys only like that. What about you, Dan? Did you catch that one, mate? No,
1: nah, normal Saturday for me, I didn't watch any racing, you know. Watched some footy, but no racing whatsoever. Of footy? I, I watched the footy. The Dragons played on Saturday, so, you know.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, look, that was that wasn't the only injury, unfortunately. Um, the next one came uh, down at Flemington. Matt Smith trained horse. Oh, the name escapes me now. I think it was first in line. Um, he was first past the post. Uh, Blake Shin aboard rode the horse to victory as they were coming back to the mounting yard. Blake Shin said in an interview that um he felt something wasn't quite right with the horse he jumped off and only you know moments later the horse had a heart attack so it was yeah very sad for all connections involved and also Blake Shin in the uh, in the interview post race he was he was tearing up almost as well so it sort of does show you how much you know they they obviously do care for the horse but, um the connection they can make so um quite quite an upsetting weekend in all of racing but we'll talk about some Positives and some other things going forward. So, um, as of yesterday, uh, oh sorry, Monday, the seventh um, of August, the Cox Plate and Caulfield Cup nominations uh, were closed at about midday. Um, there are some fantastic horses that are looking to come over to Melbourne for the spring. Now, I've just got on my phone here a little list that I want to um, that I want to bring up. All right, so th- this is Caulfield Cup nominations. I'm just going to scroll through. a couple here. Now we've got some of the uh, you know the 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 stock standard horse up for, uh, your Alaskan got, um, Braden Stars in there, but you've got some in- interesting internationals like, uh, there's one from Japan coming over called Breakup. Now he's not one of their top class, horse over there, but don't need to be top level Group One horse, um, to be able to win them being a handicap. Um, he's one breakup. Um, Adelaide River trained by Aidan O'Brien over in the UK is another interesting one. Uh, Broom, another Aidan O'Brien horse that travelled to uh to Hong Kong. So a couple of interesting ones there. Now just bear with me, guys, and I'll head to the uh, Cox Plate and uh, the Cox Plate. There's Paddington, interesting. Interesting one because if Paddington comes to the Cox Plate once again, trained by Aidan O'Brien, it probably wipes the flight. So, it's that's, that's going to be exciting. Um, Romantic Warrior has just mentioned he is all confirmed for it, which is absolutely fantastic. And then Aidan O'Brien also has another interesting horse coming over, or possibly coming over, which is nom for the plate, which is a Japanese horse, uh, continuous Japanese breed. So, a lot of exciting Cox Plate and Call Cup noms. Now, they will obviously be outcome time to you know maybe to each race nationals find out um another brief one uh Simon Miller went on to the RSN Racing Pulse Podcast on Monday stated that uh, Amelia's Jewel is now back into work um she's just done some track gallops now there's actually footage of that on Twitter if you check out Amelia Park Racing um and he reckons that Amelia's Jewel is still a possibility for the Cox Plate um it's What's putting him off, though? Obviously, the Golden Eagle has that massive prize money, that $10 million. The only thing is doesn't want to start her. She's got two races. Melbourne, absolutely confirmed for that. doesn't want to drive her up Sydney, you know, freight her up in on a truck on the Hume Highway and then back down to Melbourne. He would preferably like to stay in the same place if he can still be convinced starting in the corner. At the moment, it's still Golden Eagle, but there is a possibility. Either way, fantastic to see. Um, And then lastly on the horse racing, guys, this Friday, um, we've got a massive amount of trials uh, led by Nature Strip. He's coming back uh, as a nine-year-old now, so he's getting well up there in age. But how's this for a list of trialists? You've got Nature Strip, Alligator Blood, Zaki, Montefilia, Espiona, Shinzo, Alcohol-Free, Communist, Kovalika, you know, the list goes on um i said it last week i said it the week but spring racing is absolutely yeah and um i'm excited for it brandon who's of that list i've just said who's probably your most exciting runner that-
2: look mate uh I there's a lot of good horses coming up and uh it's great to, as you said spring's in the air spring is in the air um, I want to see alligator blood uh, back. You know, uh, with a bit more time uh, under its belt. Like, obviously, it came back from an injury, so now giving a bit more time to rest, heal. It's had its run. This race could last. Prep. See yeah, how it goes again. I guess.
0: Mate, I, I agree completely. Mate, he's he's had one trial and he looked absolutely fantastic. But um, yeah, him on top of the ground, obviously on the soft and heavy, doesn't go too. Well, but if he gets a firm track, he is up to his ears in any race. Carnival. What about you?
1: Um probably Kovalika, man. I reckon he'll have a good spring.
0: Oh, geez, how's that, eh? Well, we'll just quietly as well on Kovalika. Um Paul Field Cup boys, I think that could be out the window. He's the favourite for it now. Chris Waller is aware, and he's afraid of the handicapper. Alright, guys, now we'll head over to the different uh, the different sports. So the Matildas have gotten the dub 2-0 over Denmark. Um, in another interesting game with some absolutely fantastic goals scored. Um, I don't know about you guys. I wasn't well up for the uh, for the World Cup, you know, before it started, but the media has really, you know, dragged me in and, and, and made me want to watch the next few games. Um, you know, call me a fair weather fan, call me what you want, but I'm extremely excited to watch um watches for Saturday night. What about you, Brandon, what your thoughts?
2: I uh love the love the tillies love the tillies there they're going well so uh any Australian team that's going well I will support and uh, I'll probably watch them as well you know uh, I think against France a uh, good team I assume uh, <laughs> usually they are we oui, oui. <laughs> oui. um, but yeah I I, I will I might put it on. I don't know what games of rugby league are, on, so maybe uh, maybe watch the, the Tilly's.
0: I can confirm it's a West Tigers game, mate, so you don't have to watch that.
2: Oh, no, yeah, yeah, I don't have to watch that, yeah. So. <laughs>
1: How
0: about you, Dan? You've been keeping up with it at all, mate?
1: Mate, I've been like seeing it on TikTok and Facebook and that, but I'll probably definitely be watching this game as it's a, a quarterfinal, and it's straight off to the Dragons game, so Dragons play at three, going to disappoint me. Hopefully the Tilly's won't disappoint me.
0: Mate, fingers crossed for you, but yeah, it's going to be an exciting game, especially to see what the coach ends up doing with Sam Kerr. It's it's no, uh, it's it's known that she, she's playing. I wouldn't say she might be playing injured, but she's definitely not fit to play a full ninety minutes. Um, She came on with ten minutes to go against Denmark. Uh, You know, nothing spectacular. It was more just to keep the game off, maybe strike a bit of fear into Denmark, sort of thing. But um, I really want to see what the coach does, you know, if he gives her more, time, maybe a whole second. Build her in. If the Matildas win against France, build her into a final. Um, cause just imagine the, imagine the story. If the Matildas win against France, um, she starts the semi, starts the final, wins it for us, or, you know, at least plays a part in winning it for us. Imagine the story of her missing the group and Bang, bang, bang. That would be Fantastic
2: will become the uh sam kershaw i believe <laughs> i mean she's the best player
1: in the world arguably so yeah. you know
0: best female player in the world I- I need to yes read. female player
1: sorry
0: yeah but um a- another world cup guys was uh was just finalized uh the australians the diamonds have beaten the uh have beaten the palms in the netball world cup gave them an absolute battering i think it was like Ooh. 61 to 45.
1: do we really care it's netball
0: Anyway, guys, let's head over to boxing. <laughs> now, um, call it boxing, call it what you want. I call it a bit of a freak show. But, guys, Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz, um, I mean, it's 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 pretty simple. But I, let, I think I'll let Brandon handle this one. Mate, what are your thoughts on this? Because I know how you, how strongly you feel about um, um, Jake, Jake Paul versus- on boxers.
2: Oh, he loves to bully uh, old MMA fighters. It's great to see. Um People who are past their prime, people who have uh, who are on losing streaks from MMA, and then want some money, they go get the millions elsewhere. They go to uh, to boxing, and Jake Paul will call about. Um, some will say some of them took dives. Maybe I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll never know. But uh, yeah, no, watching that, I did watch a little bit of the highlights. It it was. Pretty much a nothing fight. Like, if, if they went to MMA, Jake Paul probably loses. Uh, that's With most fighters, he fights, I guess. But uh, he will never fight anyone in MMA. Although he did call... They, he's predicting maybe a second fight in MMA. I don't think it'll happen, though. Dan, mate,
0: thoughts on this? Cause I know- yeah,
1: look, fucking... I just want to say Nate Diaz looked like he took about fucking 20 punches to the face before he walked into this fight. Because <laughs> his face was that fucked up. I mean, he's probably been fucking punched so hard that much, it's not even funny.
0: He has got so much scar tissue from, from yeah. all his MMA fights, you know, fighting as a teenager, fighting as a kid. He, he, like, a couple of jabs to the face, and it looks like the bloke's been 10 rounds with Mike Tyson in his prime, you know, like fresh out of jail, Mike Tyson. But um, Jesus. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I, was at the, I was at the shops at the time watching it, but I luckily snuck out to the TAB. No, no word of a lie, snuck out to the TAB, the footy on one screen, the races on another, and then on my phone I just had propped up the fight because I f***ed it. What are you going to
2: do? Um, talking about tab, uh, did you know it was the second highest betted on fight in boxing history? Which is fucking. What
0: was the first? Uh, first it maybe? I
2: can't. Remember. It was one recent, I think, as well. I think people are just becoming more gamblers. Uh, <laughs>
0: as, uh, <laughs> yeah, responsibly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I also think America's getting more into the uh, similar culture to what Australia is, and have a lot of betting agencies now. <laughs> so, <Right yeah>. <laughs> just,
1: just while we're on the topic of Jake Paul, like we all know, Jake Paul versus KSI might happen at the end of this year. Well, yeah. now it maybe won't happen. Why is that? There's now nah, there's rumors going around that um KSI's upcoming fight against Tommy Fury might be his last because Jake keeps ducking it. Jake keeps being a bitch. I think
0: KSI might get his face jabbed off by Tommy Fury. In all honesty,
1: I'm not gonna lie. I think KSI is gonna take it in hell.
0: But but back onto the Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz thing. Um, look, Jake. Jake obviously he, he obviously can box. He, he's he's got you know millions of dollars um, from the age of I don't know how old is he now? 27. 26, something like that. I
1: think he's the same age as me and Brandon, I'm pretty right. sure.
0: So so probably what, from the age of 18, the blokes boxed and done boxing training nonstop, right? So seven years of boxing training, six years of boxing training, whatever it is, full time, with, you know, all the money in the world in order to bring in, you know, the best opponents, or not best best opponents, sorry, best sparring partners. You know, he's absolutely a good boxer, don't get me wrong, but once again, he's he's fighting, as Brandon said, MMA fighters. Um, He... I know, I know he won on the scorecards, but um, Diaz was just taking the last few rounds. He's, he walks up, and and he doesn't throw power punches Diaz. He's just like, you know, pitter-patter, pitter-patter, jab, 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 straight, uppercut, and just, he saw the dirty boxing in nice and close and just wailing on him. But um, Jake seems to have these really strong first two rounds where he's full of power. And then, it, I wouldn't say surviving, because that's just showing no respect to him, but uh, just you know, circling away, staying away. But um, look, if they do have an MMA fight, that would probably be one of the. Uh, no, no one would sanction it. He would get his ass kicked. Diaz throws. I know he doesn't throw leg kicks, but Jesus, if Diaz throws a few leg kicks in, um, you know, goes for a takedown, grabs a clinch, it's 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 just over for Jake Paul. I don't care. I don't care who he fights. Any anyone with an MMA background would would beat the piss out of him.
1: I mean, fucking like Nate Diaz put him in a fucking chokehold in the boxing fight anyway, so... <laughs> That's
2: true. Uh, I would want to see... Uh, supposedly, the both the Paul brothers have a bit of a wrestling background, so maybe you're like, you might be a bit of a Khabib on the uh, MMA. <laughs> I don't doubt it.
0: Well, I definitely... Yeah, I mean, I know Logan for sure has a wrestling background. Don't know so much about Jake, but... um, Yeah, look. Wrestle, wrestle all you want, dude. I mean, Nate will probably...
1: It's almost like Logan is in WWE.
0: God, not no, cut that. Not that wrestling, for fuck's sake. Anyway, guys. Uh, it's real, trust boxing, me. More boxing news. Jamel Charlo is now to be stripped of his 154-pound title, and Tim Zhu, the Aussie, is going to be elevated from interim champ to full champ. Uh, it seems quite obvious now that Jamel Charlo had been ducking Tim Zoo. You know, he was throwing up all these things like it's not a money fight. You know, he has to come over here and fight me, whatever you want. But he was making every excuse under the sun. Charlo now has been stripped, and it looks like he's going to go up a division or two and fight um, Canelo Alvarez. So, I mean, if I was Jamal Charlo, I think I'd know who do I'd want to fight between Tim Zoo and Canelo Alvarez because I think Canelo's going to kill him. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I think either uh, either Eva, Eva fight he's probably going to lose. I think Timmy beats him as well. That's why he's been ducking him. And, uh, and I think uh, yeah, Canelo also beats him. Um, he he loses his titles as soon as he steps in the ring. Technically, so he still has them. But as soon as he gets in the ring with Canelo, it's it's all over for his titles. It's
0: over, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs>
0: Dan's got nothing. Just a few head nods.
1: You yeah, know, you that, know, that's
0: Dan's boxing knowledge.
1: You know that fucking, um, the, the fucking thing in Homer's brain where the monkeys are just <laughs> <laughs> the fucking thing? That was me right there.
0: It would have been way better if you just see what you normally did when you don't know something about sport. You just go, yeah, fucking, um, yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Alright, guys, now we'll head over to Dan's favourite segment. It's either Guess the Athlete or Who Am I. Dan, what do you got for us today, sir?
1: Mate, because I was totally prepared for this, I am... Going with another guest, the athlete. Even though I said I'd do a hem- who am I this week, but yeah. Anyway, um, I think I might go with Brennan this week.
2: Back to back. Last week Wait, I uh, actually. Fuck it, I'll go
1: Lucas. <laughs> that's the way. That's Forgot the way. about that.
0: gonna yeah, be piss easy.
1: It probably will be. But anyway, all right, Lucas. You Always. have sixty seconds to guess the athlete, starting from now. Oh shit!
0: Um, <laughs> soccer. No. NRL. Yes. Oh. Okay, uh, currently playing? No. Recently retired since 2015? No. Um, played for a Sydney team? Yes. Dragons? Yes. Mark Gassner. No. Matt Cooper? No. Board or back? Uh, back. Matt ben Hornby? Nope. Reg Gaznier. Nope. Darius Boyd? Nope. Oh, dude, I don't give a shit about the Dragons. I don't think <laughs> anyone watches those either. Um... Center. No. Fullback.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. What's a little short dude that had headgear? Oh, Jamie <laughs> Sowen. No. Oh, fuck. I don't know then. You have. No, pr- present. Five seconds. Fast, 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 fast.
1: Pretty much final guess now.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gareth, yeah, no, I'm not saying Gareth Widdop. That's a lie. Um, Gareth Widdop, who's up? No, he was for that. Gareth Widdop. Nope. Uh-huh. Who was it?
1: Anthony the Man Mundine.
0: Oh fuck
1: off! <laughs> I hate him, but I just <laughs> he was in my recent searches. That was a
0: that was a sick joke and a waste of everyone's time.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lee.
1: <laughs> you said it was going to be easy. Fuck you. Well, look.
0: Um, speaking about Anthony Mundine and the sport that that bloke participates in, over to the NRL talk. Now, um, it's been on everyone's mind for a few. I mean, I'd say a few, few weeks, months. He's even leading up to probably midway through last year. But realistically, can anyone beat the Penrith Panthers for the premiership?
2: Fuck no, they can't.
0: That was pretty easy. What about you, Brandon? What are you thinking, <laughs> mate?
2: Granola is a great team. And now that we beat one top eight team, I can only see us beating every top eight team. So, yes, I think uh, there's one team, and it's probably not us. It's maybe the Broncos.
0: <laughs> You'd need a full-strength Bronco, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, full-strength. Uh, Reynolds has to be there. If not, uh, they're probably not good enough. And then Payne Haas, if he decides to go to Union soon, just go play the World Cup or something. You know,
0: <laughs> Payne Haas is coming to the talks.
1: Well, speaking of Penharth, how much was that deal? He's rumored to be turning down.
0: One point one, I think. And he wants one point yeah. three at least.
2: Some shit like that. I think he'll be coming back to Sydney. Maybe the Roosters. Maybe yeah. Yeah,
1: the Roosters will find money somehow.
2: <laughs> the Sombrero. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're they're a bit of a joke. Anyway, um, they they beat Melbourne twenty six to six. Um, now I, in classic fashion, Friday nights, I didn't watch, them, but but um, I was I was. In and out, in and out. I saw it was six 0 early, and I thought, oh, this could be interesting, and um, or six two, I think. And then, yeah, the uh, the Panthers just happened. Uh, to oh, a couple of tries, uh, Stephen Crichton a try, and it was just, it was just domination.
2: Yeah, their defense is like crazy. I, I thought it, maybe it was just the Sharks couldn't score when we versus them the week before it was what twenty eight to mm. and then to see them do that to Melbourne. Uh, they were missing Hughes and Xavier Coates, but still you'd think Grant and Munster, they're pretty good. They should be able to put some points on the board, mm-hmm. but it was a defensive masterclass.
1: Like, with Penrith like, losing those players at the start of the year, you would have thought, oh, surely something's going to happen, like something's going to unf- unfold and fucking they're going to fall apart, but they just don't seem like they're going to. It's just fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't it? They're there. It it just seems like they've spawned this new you know they they lose one player and they just spawn someone else who's like a regen of that player.
1: They're like a hydro. like you cut off one head and six more go back.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Brandon, I I know you think highly of uh, of Jerome Luai. Um after all he has made your team his bitch for a few for a few seasons now, but um Ouch. How do you feel about him getting away with or, Getting away with a suspension, mate. Without a suspension, should I say?
2: Uh, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's the third time he's been given a fine. Uh, PBL said it last season. Uh, he let Taylor May off.
0: Don't you dare, bad, bad, <laughs> mouth my boy PBL. Well, well, look at um, look what happened last time. to Taylor May, you know, he he got he got that off, and then you know, next game he tears an ACL. Maybe this could be it. Bro, uh,
2: old Ramey. I, I, I uh, like Jerome yeah, I'm yeah. one of the few that like Jerome <laughs> uh, Look, I, I think I've met the guy before. He, he seems all right in person. You Bit didn't of a fucking guy. say anything to him, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I told him uh, Sharks were going to win the league. That didn't happen last year, but this year...
1: <laughs> Brendan, you say it's for the fans, but... Like, as Lucas said, he's one of the only people that like fucking drum. <laughs> so I don't know why it would Pull be for fan. the fans. Pull the fan,
0: Romy. That's me, bro. But, um, yeah, yeah. I-, I can understand why you get frustrated when it comes to uh, when it comes to that. I didn't realize it was his third time getting it fine. Yeah.
2: Uh, lucky bugger. I mean, like we get back to the sharks as I always do. I mean, Faduka early in the season got like four four weeks, and then he got another like three weeks in another part of the season. Now he's injured for the season. The bloke probably played maybe five games max. Uh, but Jerome Law gets away with anything, so you know Panthers uh, get away with everything. You know, you away with
0: look, look, um, oh Dan, you got something to say, mate? No, no, no. Oh, well done, mate. He's self-control. <laughs> <laughs> something. Jerome, you need to learn that. He's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> now, um guys, the Cowboys hype train. Um, has has it been derailed? Are we getting too ahead of ourselves? I think this tenth now. Will they make the final
2: Finals? I think I haven't looked into their their draw, but it looks like I'm it's looking tough into if it they right keep, if they keep losing. I mean, obviously they are not gonna make it. But uh losing the Titans and then uh then a Broncos, under strength Broncos with no Reynolds is uh it's scary signs, I think, for the uh the old uh, Cowboys the yeehaws, and poor Joel won't be happy with that.
0: <laughs> I, I really just think that the Broncos are that good as well that they can make teams, good teams look average. Uh, Dan, can you give the rundown of the run home for them, mate?
1: So, this week they've got a really hard game. They've got the bye. So, you know, and then next week they've got a fucking easy game. They've got some fucking navy blue, I mean, fucking sky blue fucking weirdos named the Cronulla Sharks. <laughs> And then they got dolphins, and then they're not
2: making the finals.
0: Who do they have after that?
2: They got Penrith last round.
0: Ooh, that's a bit ugly.
1: <laughs>
2: they are not making the finals, so they easily lose to the Sharks and Penrith. It's gonna be tough for them. It gotta be tough.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So, I mean, as you said, you know, they they lost to the, the Broncos without Reynolds too. So, gonna be interesting last few weeks for the uh, for the Cowboys. Yeah. Um. On the Cowboys, guys, some transfer news. Uh, Jake Clifford had a few, what, two seasons in, in England? Or one? Yeah, yeah. He wanted to just true. be this year, isn't
2: it? Yeah. He was at Newcastle.
0: Yep. And now he's buggered off uh, buggered off overseas, and he's coming back next year. I don't know where he plans to play. Do we know where? Well, he won't kick Deirdre now, will he?
2: Uh, Maybe Townsend might get the punt eventually. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, I wouldn't kick out Chaddy Daddy. Maybe he plays 14 and then eventually goes into a... Uh... Like uh, understudy to Chad Daddy Townsend. Yeah,
0: that's fair. that's fair. Do you do you rate the signing or seems like, like you know, know roundabout for the bloke.
2: I mean, he supposedly has a big future. He was uh, like a like as they all are Australian representative when they were younger. But if I think he Brooke still has a big future, <laughs> if he hits uh, the form that they think he can, then maybe maybe him and Dearden could uh, work together. But I don't know. Uh, they gotta do something at the Cowboys, as we said, tenth place. Yeah. We're second place last year, so. Mm.
1: as you said, he could play a four team, but then where do you play Reese Robson and Jake Granville? Because they've been into I, I, I
0: think Jake Granville <laughs> nah, Dave, nah, nah, nah. I think you take him out back.
1: Nah I think you I think you put um Granville into the front row again. <laughs>
0: it's possible. It's possible with Granville. But um Yeah, we'll get on to the Sharks. They they've they finally beat a top 18. Now, at every single point in that game until it was like 20-0, I thought the wheels are coming off here and they'll get spanked. But, um, look, congratulations. I'll, I'll I'll eat humble pie. You guys finally beat a semi-decent team. Um, it's not going to matter when you guys miss the eight or if you do make the eight, go out in straight sets. But, um, look, Sharks fan Brandon, I'll, I'll get your thoughts.
2: Oh, mate, what a glorious, glorious week. Uh, Lucas, to finally eat his words, uh, we beat a top eight team. We were pumping him, actually, so I, I didn't know if you watched the game. It was, what, 26, like, nil at one stage? Like, bloody hell. And then the commentators kept saying, oh, South have the biggest second half uh, points out of any NRL, NRL team. I'm like, oh, this is going to be scary. And then when they started coming back, I was afraid. But... We stuck true and we we defended our asses off, and we we got that win, and I'm I'm very happy, and I I think uh you know it's promising signs. I think we now just go undefeated and uh, top four finish, grand final win. Jesus, you know.
0: Dan, mate, what are your thoughts on that shit?
1: Fuck, is he blabbering shit nearly every fucking week, gun? <laughs> Honestly, nah, but I think I'm fucking Rabdos probably should have fucking beaten them because they're just a bunch of flat track bullies, but you know it's just the way it is.
0: Uh. Question: Is Latrell Mitchell washed up?
2: Ooh, um, that's a look. It's a tough question. I think he is a very lazy. Like he's, he's obviously does a lot, but he's pretty lazy. When I could see Trindle, a reserve grade half, now elevated to our top team, he was picking out when Luttrell was like over here and he's putting kicks behind for us to get repeat sets, which helped our team get momentum, all that sort of stuff. But he's just yeah, he's lazy around those one percenters. And then like I thought Connor Tracy actually had a blinder where I was like
0: he did. Yeah, he did.
2: I thought he was playing similar to your Dylan Edwards style where you're oh, always hell. always in the game and you're always taking runs, taking the one percenters which Latrell doesn't find himself doing too much. Although he did all right in my fantasy team, so I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah,
0: because ghost points, bro, ghost points. What about you, Dan? Is Latrell a fullback?
2: Like, as Brandon said, he's, he's always been a lazy
1: player, but he still does a lot on the field. I, I don't know. Like, you could play him at center, but then, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think he needs to be in that fullback jersey.
0: I think he's a center. I don't think he should be playing fullback. And as you were saying, the one is right? So I watched I watched a fair bit of the I reckon I watched I watched fifty minutes of the game, right? And then and then I just couldn't be asked anymore and went inside. Right. So um I I could probably count on one hand the amount of times Latrell Mitchell took a run um after a kick return. But like he, he'd get the ball and he'd pass it off to a winger. And then instead of, instead of having someone pass the ball to him, 110 kilo bloke, to, to have a run, he would, he would be the one at dummy half passing the ball. I, I, could, I seriously could count on one hand how many times a bloke took a run in that game from um, a, a defensive position.
2: It does seem like sometimes if he's on, he's on, and he might do those like little things, but most of the time you don't see him uh, taking the head-ups. <laughs> And he might be there for the the final touches of tries, and that's when he looks like the superstar that he is. Yeah, It's
0: throwing his head <laughs> yeah. up like but, a fucking tool. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, uh, it is interesting. I think uh, center, yeah, that's a great position for him. 5'8", potentially, maybe a GI kind of thing going on, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, uh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> I think you could fill in sporadically as a fullback, yeah. but but week in, week out. I mean, who would argue with? Like, I mean, they get the results, of course, but yeah. Anyway.
2: Uh, also interesting that they've let Blake Taft go, who's their replacement fullback. He's gone to the Bulldogs. So who's their next up? Maybe they have someone next up, but uh, yeah, obviously Latrell's seen as the the future at fullback for the club.
1: Just saying on that, like Blake Taft going to the doggies. Where the fuck's he gonna play? Didn't they sign Stephen Grun to play fullback? Oh, Why, True, Matt Burton
0: halfback. Okay, can- yeah, it could be, but um. Guys, want another Sharks player, a Sharks legend, a guy who I have a lot of respect for, Wade Graham has announced his retirement. Season, end of the season. Now we'll, we'll try to make this quick. Dan, you might not have. God, I want, I want Brandon a memory. Your favorite memory of Wade Graham? Do you have something for me?
2: Uh, would have to be his New South Wales game. I can't remember what. You're gonna take mine, uh, where he came into 5-8, and he, and he had a blinder, an absolute blinder. Um, other than that, I mean, obviously, playing in the grand final was uh, something special. But, uh, you yeah, know, Wade's had so many games that I just can't put my finger on one good game, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you, you just took the words right out my mouth. Where he came on at 5-8 and just steadied the ship. Thank you, Boyd Cordner, for... Uh, you know, I think he got injured that game. I don't want to think... Probably you. HIA, let's be real. Yeah, it could have been a HIA, but, you know, Cordner, Cordner was, was taken off. Wade Graham comes on and then goes into 5-8 and just absolutely steers us around the park and, and, and wins the game for us. It might have been... It was pouring rain. Pouring rain. It might have been the, uh, the uh, end of season COVID uh, New South Wales Queensland game, but fantastic player on his day. One of the hardest hitters... And best tacklers of all time. So, um, yeah, fair fair play to Wade O.
1: You were correct. I do not have a Wade Graham memory because I don't really like Wade Graham, I'm not going to lie, but he's he's a good oh. player. He is a decent player. Like, I respect okay, him for that. A... <laughs> well, that's okay. Hole,
0: that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, Dan, I want you to take care of this one, mate, because the next bit of info we have is that the NRL once again admitting to a bunker screw-up. Um I just want to say before you start going on is is how much of a fucking farce it is that all this money that was spent on the bunker, these fuckheads can't call on forward passes. And mate, I'm I'm fucking sick of the apologies. I'm sick of the weekly apologies.
1: Bro, how the fuck do you not call that a stripping motion cunt? Did you what did you say it? I saw highlights. Bro, Gutherson's hand is literally going like that at the ball with a stripping motion. And the bunker says, nah, he's not stripping the ball out. He's just, it was just a fucking loose carry.
0: Like I said, it's a fucking farce bunker. And the refs. The refs are fucked.
1: It's fucking stupid. Like, as you said, they paid all this money for the bunker and then they just fucking get it wrong two weeks in a row. And it's been multiple occasions that they've got it wrong.
0: Brandon, do you have strong thoughts on this?
2: I'm also frustrated in the fact that it's just, yeah, it seems like every week they come out and it's one game and they're like, oh, yeah, we've made the mistake not much we can do for the fans there, or anything like it doesn't really help us at all it just it's just pisses you off more that they just keep getting it wrong with all these cameras Mm -hmm. also like the offside thing like soccer habit why don't we just have a camera above and just have a fucking line drawn across the field and you're like okay yeah he's offside or not
0: i think the reason why they don't have a line is because half the nrl players will try to fucking support it so um
2: that is a good point they
1: would yeah Especially Harry Grant and Brennan Smith (laughs) and Cameron Monster.
0: Well, look, um, staying on the same side as as NRL Blunders. uh, Look, the Tigers lost a close game to the Canberra Raiders. um, And now, somehow, somebody has said that the Tigers have a 93.1% chance of getting the wooden burn. Um, I don't know how you fucking equate (laughs) a percentage chance, but here we are. But once again, the bunker, Graham Annesley comes out and says. Oh, yeah, look, we missed two forward passes in the lead up to their tries, which was extremely frustrating being a Tigers fan. Um, i want to revert back to the Dragons game again. Sorry, guys. What's the name? of
1: Ryan Carr.
0: All right. So Ryan Carr said it best on uh, Sunday afternoon. He said, why the hell am I here explaining to you what happened in the game when the bunker should be here and telling you why he ruled what he ruled? uh Tim Sheens said near on the exact same thing as well and I think they are so spot on that the that the blokes in the bunker and the referees should be interviewed not interviewed after the game but um on a um like a post game press conference they should be at a press conference and have to explain on certain uh calls that were made during the game that were seen as con- that's a fantastic idea.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I hadn't thought about it but yeah, I I like it. I do like it. <laughs> It, it's
1: definitely, yeah, fucking... I don't think it'll happen. No, of course not. It definitely should.
0: I it should. Fucking I think it should. But yeah, Tigers, Wooden Spoon, you know, we, we, we all knew it ages ago. So, it is what it is.
2: Yeah, I wonder what the uh, 93.1%... Like, obviously, the percentage is if these guys somehow shit the bed and you guys win, but, like, where do they get the percentage from? We, could, no.
1: we could lose <laughs> all four of our next games. Like, let's be real. I'll
0: do a better on for you. We will lose all four of our next games.
1: I don't know about that. Have you seen who you've got?
0: No, I actually don't know. I
1: Warriors, I Dolphins, Roosters, Seagull. You could beat the Dolphins.
0: So, so we literally lose all four of the fucking games?
1: Nah, but so could we, though. Like, you could beat. If you beat two of those teams, you just jump us. And we have. We have <laughs> rabbitos.:.: yeah, have, We have Rabbitohs, Storm, Warriors, and Knights. Dragons are not winning a single fucking game for the rest of the year.
0: We need to win three games to even chance. Uh, but anyway, that that let's let's, let's go. Maths that. is hard. Um, I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. It was apparently a very bad tackle, in a women's rugby league game. Surely one of you blokes watched it?
2: Yeah. Anyone uh, watched the women's? Uh, no, I didn't watch it, but I did see the uh, the media post of it. Yeah, it was like she was literally. Both legs and just spun around and dunked. <laughs> the
1: old DDT. She, her head literally went like underneath her body and like her neck was like that.
0: Jesus. And it was not a center for the second one ever?
1: Yes. In the NRLW, I'm pretty sure, yeah.
0: In yeah, the NRLW, yeah. How's that, eh? All right, blokes. So look, as usual, um, I'm going to say the games and I want you to tell me who your tips are for that week, okay? Or for that game. So, uh, we have the Thursday night game. We have got the Manly Seagulls versus the Panthers. Dan, what are you thinking, mate?
2: No-brainer. It's Penrith.
0: They're cool, mate. What about you, Brandon? Yeah, up
2: the riff, mate. Uh, They seem unstoppable.
0: That's three of us. Three of us taking the riff. So, the Friday night 6 o'clock game, guys. We have the Sharks versus the Titans. What are you thinking, Brandon?
2: Look, I picked it last week. I picked the Sharks. I think the only one on the uh, panel too, and I will pick them again. I think we win comfortably this week, actually.
0: I will take the Titans here for a uh, sort of upset. Dan, what are you thinking, sir?
1: I'm, I'm on your boat, mate. I'm, I, want the, I want the Titans to win. It's, it's like you, we hate the Sharks dogs. or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe it
0: could be something to do with a certain supporter. But look, the 8 o'clock game, the Broncos are back where they belong on an 8 o'clock Friday night game. Uh, Broncos versus Eels in Queensland. I'm going to be taking uh, the Broncos by destruction. Brandon,
2: uh, I think you know Eels sometimes get the wood over these guys, and uh, actually, I'm going to pick the upset. I'm going to go to the Eels. Dylan Brown back into his second game, so Cardi looked pretty well. Although they their defense led in a lot of tries last week. Um, James isn't here to defend them, but yeah, uh, I will be picking the Eels. I will.
0: He'd be backing himself into a corner and swinging if if he was here. And what are you thinking, sir?
2: Well, Lucas, I want to go back
1: to your tip and say, I think you'll be watching the back of your eyelids because, you know, correct, correct. typical Friday night game, but I'm going to go with the Broncos.
0: All right. Fair fair call, mate. Fair call. Two to one there. Uh, the Saturday 3 o'clock game is the Rabbit versus the Dragons. Dan, do you feel a bit of confidence after last week's performance by the Bunnies and your performance?
1: mate? you can't really say the Dragons' performance because one player from our team scored tries. And that was Mikhail Ravalawa. The
0: one time you don't dip him.
1: Yes. Ah. But I do want to say, this weekend, there's two lots of twins playing in the Dragons team. Ooh. The Fenai brothers and the Couchman brothers. They're K- the Couchman K- brothers are playing! Fine, it's man. beautiful. Could,
0: could, is that the first time two sets of twins are playing a rugby league game together? It's got to be, right?
1: I'm not sure if it is, but...
0: Two sets of twins, come
1: on. It probably it probably is Les yeah.
0: yeah, so who are you taking, sir, on that uh, note?
2: Dragons. I, I can't go past my boys. How
0: about you, Brandon? What are you thinking? Um,
2: I think Dragons will lose. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> Maybe a bounce back game from the bunnies here. I agree there. Sorry, Dan. Uh the five thirty oh, Saturday game is the West Tigers versus the New Zealand Warriors. Um, yeah, look, I think we'll get pantsed. I think the Warriors are going to have us. What are you thinking, Brandon?
2: Uh, where's the game, at? Is it?
0: Uh... Um, it's a Tigers' home gra- home game in uh, Hamilton, Hamilton, New Zealand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's I quite, think <laughs> what, uh, <good>. so, <laughs> I think Warriors absolutely destroy you guys. Then <laughs> I think I'll
0: be
1: watching the soccer. <laughs> yeah, but you're, otherwise,
0: you're probably not wrong. And um, I, I would be shocked if any West Tigers fan makes the trip over there. Yeah. Seriously, you've got to have rocks in your brain if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. So that's uh, three, nothing to the wires there. The Saturday 7.30 game is the Sydney Roosters versus the Dolphins. Now, I'm fairly sure the first game of the season this year for the Dolphins, they beat the Roosters. Would that happen again? What are you thinking?
1: Um,
2: yeah, I'll go to the Dolphins just because fuck the Roosters.
0: Things up, baby, Brandon.
2: Uh, I think the Roosters win as they're trying to make a late push for the finals. I don't think they'll make it, but they are trying. And this is a an easy kind of a game, I guess, in a way.
0: Jermaine Asako double, Finns win. That's my call. Uh, the Sunday game, guys. We have the Storm versus the Raiders. Now I used to like the Raiders until um what happened to last week against my beloved Tigers. So um I'm all on the Storm hype train here. I want Pappenhausen back. I think
1: the Storm are going to win. Man, I couldn't fucking agree more. I want to see Paps back on the field, but I don't think it's going to happen this week. I think no, wait, wait. I think it might happen
2: next week, maybe the week after, but I'm on the Storm train as well, baby.
0: Beautiful. What about you, Brandon?
2: Yeah, Storm should win this one. Uh, yeah, how good was uh, seeing all the kids uh, and everyone sign, well, go and see Paps house after the, his game? I think it was the most watched uh, Q- Queensland Cup game ever. <laughs> how
0: the fuck do you watch Queensland
2: Cup? Fucking shit! You have to like pay for some subscription or <laughs> as if you would
0: <laughs> pay for something subscription. <laughs> well, look, the Sunday game, guys. We've oh, get your tip. What's your tip?
2: You say storm will win very comfortably.
0: Let's go.
2: What we're having a three-way? What
0: ride the lightning storm, boys? Now the Sunday game. This one, guys. If you need an afternoon nap, this is your one for you. The knights versus the bulldogs. Only about, what, six weeks ago, the Knights won 66 nil. I hope it happens
1: again. I'm going with the Knights, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Knights as well. But, yeah, I think it's...
2: Yeah. I think uh, we're all on the Knights. I think this game will be a lot closer than that one. Like, they have got out they have got Sexton, they got their players back, so... out back? Yeah, out played last week, didn't he? Oh big oh, kicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sexy time.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, the Bulldogs had a bye last week. Uh, not last week, then the other week. Didn't really yeah, mate. Kick-out is, out back. Right, yeah. Kick-out is back. And uh, I think, yeah, the fans picked up the, the game because they're now two in a row. They had the bye and then they had the other w- win. So maybe they're on a streak. Maybe it's a redemption like uh, Cowboys did to dying.
0: <laughs> redemption. And then the, uh, the North Queensland Cowboys get a cheeky two points for playing the bye. Uh, that's it for the NRL tips this week, guys. But um, instead of NRL tips, how about we uh, we look at the couch commentators' best bets and their tips? All right, guys. So for Lucas's top tip this week, we are heading to the worst track in the country, Mooney Valley. Uh, I'm looking at race nine, number four, Omni-Man. Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott have decided to take the Sydney Galloper down to Melbourne. It's in the benchmark 100 over 1,000 meters. Uh, the reason I'm taking this, he's an obvious leader, drawn barrier one. So he will ping the gate, he will find the fence. And as we all saw a fortnight ago at Mooney Valley, if you get on that fence, it is a, basically a travelator. So once again, that is race nine, Mooney Valley, number four, Omni Man, paying $2.60. Bit short, should get the win though, for the reasons that I just described. We'll head over to Leachy's Lock now. What do you got for us, sir?
2: Uh, back again with Leachy's Lock. Um, look, i picked the horse purely on name, name alone. It is the favourite, though, $4.40. Uh, we are at Rose Hill Race 4, and we have picked Iron Will. And, uh, you know, I like the name. William was my grandpa, father's name, so is an omen right there. There's an Will. omen. And, uh, you know... He's got some decent form coming off a win, so I think back-to-back wins is on the board. Billy Owen on board as well, so yeah, i like it. i like on it, you Billy Owen. <laughs> and
1: our grandfather's na- nickname was Bill, so... Oh, if, if that's not more
2: of an open, then I
0: don't know. <laughs> I don't want to burst the bubble, guys, but I think anyone named William's nickname is Bill.
2: Lucas, shut the fuck up,
1: yeah?
0: How about you, Dan? What have you got for your decision this week?
1: Mate, Dan's dumb decision is coming with a Super Saturday full of sports. So, this week, we've got the Dragons to win. It's, that's, that's just all over right there. But anyway, let's, let's keep going. Uh, the Matildas to get the dub. The Warriors and the Roosters to get the dub. And that's paying $34.62. And that's only because of the dragons. If I take the dragons out and put the rabbit in, it's paying six bucks. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. That's
0: that's pretty good there. And uh, Jim's Jam. We'll, uh, we'll cross live to Jim for his jam.
2: Uh... Uh, this week's Jim Jam, uh, we've just gone for sure things. Like We need to hit one. We've got to hit one sometime. We're going Brian To'o. We're going Ronaldo Mulatalo, We're going Alex Johnson. And we're going Xavier Coates. Paying five dollars twenty three. We're desperate. We're desperate punters.
0: Um, fingers crossed. He's got. He's got something good for us this week. But uh, we'll look, we'll round it off with our couch comment. I'm try scorer. Uh, Dan. On ahead. First player, who
1: have you got? He scored four tries last week, and I didn't pick him. I'm gonna pick him this week, and he won't fucking score. Mm-hmm. Mikayla Ravalawa, you better fucking score. And yeah, you- that's that's me.
2: Brandon, sir, what are you thinking? I've tried picking Ronaldo two weeks in a row, and both times he gets pulled out of the game, so I will be going away from Ronaldo this time. I will be picking another Sharks player. We're going to pick Britton Cora to score a try. I, think he's, uh, I don't think he scored last week, so I think he's in a bit of a drought, so I think he'll cross over this week against an uh, easy Titans team. Very
1: nice. Lucas, please do not pick a Thursday night game.
0: I'll wait until Friday at 8 o'clock. I'm going to take Jordan Ricky of the Broncos. Decent odds for my couch commentators anytime try scorer.
1: Well, Brandon went six o'clock, so like...
0: Oh, there you go. We will cross over to Jim for his pick in the anytime try scorer multi. Okay, fair enough. That's impressive. That's impressive. Um, look, guys, uh, any, anything else for anyone to add or...
2: Oh, nothing for me. Nothing for me. I'm, I'm all good.
0: How good's that, boys? It's another one done and dusted. All right, guys. That's it for this week's episode of the podcast. Next week, we should be back with all four of us here, which will be nice and good. Uh, Make sure to give us a like, a follow, and a subscription as well. Um, You can purchase purchase hats from the link in the description. And uh, as always, guys, gamble responsibly and happy punting.